With me for this session, I have uh, Mr. Jarrett Leet, Mr. Mike Stefanik, and Mr. Dirk DeWinter. I started Aquamedia in 67 uh, on this new technology, reverse osmosis, and I went down to San Diego, uh, uh, learned a little bit about RO, uh, came back and, uh, in 1969. Uh, we had a terrible problem with Fairchild up in San Rafael. They'd had a drought and the uh, lakes were down. Uh, a lot of organics, terrible organics, and we bought a system from Rogan. Uh, and uh, that was the first commercially sold RO system to the semiconductor industry. Uh, it was the same year that TI purchased uh, modules and membranes or uh, vessels and modules from uh, Roga and built their own with uh, uh, Austin McCormick and uh, the same year that uh, uh, IBM and Manassas uh, had the same problem and got together in a joint venture with DuPont that, that ended up with the hollow fine fiber. Uh, all independent, had no knowledge of each other. But uh, I got going with uh, Aquamedia and the semiconductor industry, and as everybody knows, it grew enormously in Aquamedia Thanks to Mike and uh, others, uh, Randy, uh, we uh, uh, dominated the growth of that industry. Uh, the first chip that Intel ever made was made with Aquamedia water. And how, how long was Aquamedia actually in business? From 1967 to 1985. So you had a pretty good run. Yeah. we had. And did you sort of naturally drift into the founding of Aquamedia, or did something propel you there? No, I got, uh, uh, as I said, I joined PureCell, right. and we sold PureCell to Foremost, semiconductor, and we were delivering, uh, we had a water purification plant, and we were delivering that water uh, in tankers to Silicon Valley, you know, and then polishing it on site. Uh, and we were doubling every month in revenue, and I needed more trucks. And uh, Foremost uh, didn't, they had a five-year plan on the capital things like trucks, so you couldn't. So I uh, rented milk trucks. Uh, and we could sterilize the milk truck and we'd deliver on the milk truck and I'd rent them because I couldn't sign a lease. And uh, I was just figuring out how to keep this company growing and they didn't like that. And so uh, uh, I got myself fired, which was fine, and I uh, started my own company. Uh, my theory is now that I know a bit about the, uh, a little bit about the uh, RO business as it was, uh, it was everyone who made these smaller units got the opportunity at one time or another to make a larger unit and not sell to the semiconductor uh, co companies because it was still a hard sell to move them away from clarification and deionization and to replace it with a reverse osmosis unit. And uh, it took a, a, a while to do that. And so uh, uh, the attraction of going to a larger system for a municipal or a larger industrial application lured the people away. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it, it just was ine inevitable that they would do that. How did you manage to stay ahead of the competition? Uh, 
we were tremendously customer driven and uh, the semiconductor customers were really advanced and uh, we had a chance to work with uh, the R&D section of our customers that would say, hey, we need better water. Uh, how do we get better water? And better water was defined by uh, having uh, not only being 18 mega ohm water, but uh, lower particle counts. And vendors would come up with better particle counters. Uh, we learned about uh, how to control the bacteria with various wavelengths of uh, ultraviolet. And the customers were always uh, willing and, and looking forward to some way that we could improve the system. And they could prove to themselves that the better quality water, uh, the higher uh, their yields would be. The semiconductor industry started demanding purified water. So we built a water purification plant and started delivering it again. And Alhambra, we cut Alhambra off totally. And uh, so they said, well, we can't have this. So they came down and made us a cash offer. And Jerry never had any cash, any money. I'd never had any money. I hashed my way through Stanford, and so did he. Uh, so uh, this looked pretty good, and so we, we, we took the cash. Jerry had given me 25% of the company, and I uh, stayed down there, and I told the story earlier, eight months, and then started Aquamedia when I got fired. Yeah. Dirk, I noticed that uh uh, while you're at Hydronautic, she worked on a hollow fiber membrane. I'm assuming that was a UF. A UF, yeah. yeah. UF. And, uh, and what what did you what what did that work consist of? Uh, well, it, it's a design for for a particular mod module. One of those, um, it's a eight eight, uh, eight inch or a little bit more than eight inch and about five feet tall or something. And these these modules are used uh, well. They can be in in. Um, in England, southwest of London, they're used for um, <coughs> removing bacteria and, uh, and uh, viruses from river water if you don't have to remove any salt. And nowadays, uh, this, the UF hollow uh, fibers are used quite a lot for pretreatment of RO, where you can increase the flux maybe from 8 GFD to 12 GFD and reduce the footprint of large plants. The uh, Queen Elizabeth and uh, the Brits had the Falkland War. Uh, and they took the, what it was the QE2, uh, and uh, uh, bought uh, vessels and membranes from us in some design, uh, and uh, uh, assembled and built the system underway to go down and provide drinking water to support the Falkland uh, <laughs> War. 